1: And good Saturday morning. Welcome into another outdoor show. Glad to have you with us this morning. And as we get further and further into the corona pandemic, fishing continues to be one of the few activities still continuing to attract even more participants and also a lot of new listeners to this radio show who may be new to fishing or renewing their previous participation in the sport. We say welcome aboard to our program has provided outdoor information and entertainment to sportsmen and sportswomen for over 30 years. And as every week, we'll be chatting with our field staff reporters across the listening area, find out where and on what the fish are biting. We'll also keep you updated on postponed and rescheduled outdoor calendar events, even though fishing, crabbing, frogging, crawfishing, backpacking, hunting all continue to grow Most of the award weigh-in ceremonies and fundraising banquets and other events associated with those do not. Our latest casualty, a big one. Grand Isle Tarpon Rodeo has been canceled, and we'll run down some other postponement and cancellations for you. CCA Star, not postponed, not canceled, in full swing, going through Labor Day. Its award presentation is still on. That is scheduled for October in Baton Rouge. Hopefully we'll be able to attend that. We've got the latest leaderboard information, and uh, happy to tell you a new number one overall speckled trout was caught this week. And, of course, what would an Outdoors with Don Dubuque show be without a bad boy segment? And we've got one featuring three Kenner men allegedly caught and cited for Overlimit and Undersized Red Snapper in Plaquemines Parish. Still looking for and getting closer to, with your help, securing a theme song for one of our outstanding field reporters, Captain Mike Gallo with AAofLA.com. If you have a suggestion, we ask you to text it to us at 504-260-1870. Now, next week, I'll be asking you to cast your vote for a song of your choice. We've got about 40 of them sent in already, but we welcome more. Please text it to us, and uh, we'll throw out a few semifinalists next week. And uh, Mike wants the audience to determine the song, so we'll give you a chance to cast your vote on that. Also, text your questions, comments to us, 504-260-1870. It's kind of a new number. If you haven't been listening lately, make a note of that. And please, only text me during the program. That number is only monitored while I'm on the air. If you want to contact me outside of Saturday morning shows, visit my website at dontheoutdoorsguy.com. Dot com. That's Don the outdoors guy, dot com. Looking at your weather, coastal marine forecast from National Weather Service looks like this. About a 20% chance of rain today if you're going to be offshore. East winds 10 to 15, 1 to 2 foot offshore. Inside, east winds 5 to 10, light chop, and a 1.4 tidal range. That is a pretty picture, but it's going to be awfully hot. But I'll tell you what, I got some really good reports from some areas this week. I was out of town, just got back from Texas, but been keeping up with it, and the reports I got when I returned uh, have been especially good. We'll be back to kick it all off. Robbie Campos first up, Shell Beach the location. His report is next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. I'm check in with Robbie Campos down at Campos Marina in Shell Beach, and we'll get a little bit of a weather update and also a fishing forecast for you. Rob, what's been happening this week?
2: Well, you know, down uh, first part of the week, uh, you know, from a while kick back to last Saturday, Sunday was really slow. Um, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, still kind of the same thing. We had you know southwest winds. We got a little wind uh, shift, and um, boy, I tell you, man, it, the trout bite just turned on like the light switch, and it was—I mean—a phenomenal trout bite. Long rocks, elwa um, you know, up uh, at the islands, it was just it was good all over, and and I knew the fish were there. It was just a, it was just you know southwest wind is kind of a kind of a real poison wind to, to you know to fish with. But um, man, I tell you, it was I mean some beautiful beautiful fish being caught. Um, it, it was it was just a great week. Uh, the latter part of it anyway. Um, with that said, you know if you're coming down here, this morning, hang the left. The left, come down, and see us. We're going to get you out there, we'll get you parked, get you fishing, and get you on your way. Um, as far as our live bait situation goes, if you're coming down and you're going to run a little bit late, I would suggest you stop on Paris Road. We had so many people fish yesterday evening, uh, down at you know, coming down to these camps, and they, you know, um, they, they just, they, you know, our two boats are working diligently to keep the bait stocked up here, but. If you're coming down late, make that stop on Parrish Road, and I will. And I do this again this Saturday morning, just like I've done for the last two months. I will give you an update on the bait situation as it's going uh, on around here. But I tell you, uh, you know, uh, brown shrimp season is just about done, and white shrimp are moving in. Um, and guys, they are running small. They're not. They're not. Uh, you know, they're not big yet. Uh, it's it's going to be just a couple of weeks before, you know, these shrimp are just at a, a decent size. So they all running small. There's nothing that the bait catchers could do about it. Nothing I could do about it. It's just nature doing its thing. So, um, and it's good to see small ones. So you have big ones for later. So, but anyway, with that said, Don, I I, I don't think today's going to be any different. we got a uh, you know, we're coming back around on this tide cycle. We should have a pretty decent – we had a pretty decent tide movement yesterday. I think we're going to have one today. Um, you know, we're back in the COVID-19 world again down here. So,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. well, hook the left, come down, see us, and we're going to get you going. That's all I can tell you. No better time to go fishing instead of, you know, uh, sitting home wearing a mask. You could come on out here, take it off, and enjoy some fresh air.
1: Well, Robbie, I got to tell you, with that east 5 to 10 knot wind, uh, just a light chop, uh, I got to tell you, I saw some pictures. I think this group of guys actually left from your marina yesterday and went out to the islands, went to Curlew, and I mean, they came back with 100 of the prettiest speckled trout maybe I've seen. As far as a group this year, they really did well, and they jumped out the boat, caught them in the surf out there on plastic, so. Uh, today may be a day to make a run out there to those islands. What other spots did people tell you they were finding a speckled trout? Was Mr. Go paying off in, in there fishing the rocks? and?
2: Uh, well, um, a- anywhere from the outside of the dam, down, like uh, around uh, Blonde Lake area, Lake Anastasia, let me just say it, Lake Anastasia, Lake Elwa, Bay Elwa, Comfort Island, um, you know, up through that uh, the moisture reefs up through uh, going to Drum Bay, it's all been good back there, um, uh, you know, and if you wanted to go out further, you you, go, you know, you got your choice to go to. I even heard of some trout being caught by Breton. Now, and I, and I had a guy tell me Thursday that, and I don't know, I never, I never saw the fish, but I got secondhand information here that they caught fish at Stone Island and at Battledore. Now I was kind of like shocked because you know that's the that's just something you don't hear of anymore. Stone Island, yeah, yeah, right. Not many, but you know the river has come down. So uh, he said the water was not good looking on the top, but the fish were under the salt water was on the bottom and the fish were there. And uh, you know so, and I know usually around this part of the year, July and August is when they start biting in that area. So. Um, somebody might want to check that out today. You might be, you know, uh, instead of getting piled up on the rocks out there, cause it's probably going to look like a parking lot uh, with, with um, you know, with boats, but if you know, somebody might want to make that run and go check that out. So that's, that's another option, you know, and the river <clears throat> and the river has come way down. So, you know, with that said, it, it may be true. I, I, and, you know, and I again, Don, this is the time of the year for that area for, a battle door, five wells, dope boat, you know, this is that time of the year for that. So if the water just doesn't look good on top and it's river water on top, still try it. I, I would have to I would have to, you know, get that bait up underneath there. And look, <clears throat> people are catching on to the slide caulk thing, man. It's working it's working really well. I, I had people come up and tell me, man, thank you so much for putting that on the air because I'd never thought about using that. And uh, you know, slide caulk's been working really well. Um and if you don't know how to use it I'll show you how to use it. If not, you could Google it. So uh, get that bait down, on you know, close to the bottom as you can, and I tell you, it, it's been working really, really
1: well, Don. So, um, again, come on down and see us, and I'll keep you updated on the bait situation. All right, I'll be looking for your updates, and uh, please thank that person that went out there at the battle door. You know, it, it takes people going and testing things. You know, you don't get any good reports. Water been bad. Fishing hasn't been good there for a while. And somebody went out there and checked it and found them, and, Pass that information along. That's really good info. Thanks a lot, Robbie. We'll be looking for your shrimp reports, my friend. See you next time. Okay, buddy. I'll talk to you next Saturday. Bye-bye. There he goes, Robbie Campo, Shell Beach at Campo's Marina. Really good-looking morning to get out there and catch some speckled trout. All right, coming back after this, I'm going to get to some of your text messages. Hey, send us uh, your choice. You You know Mike Gallo. You've heard Captain Mike. You know his personality. You know what he does. Try to find an appropriate theme song, which we will probably start the song in two weeks. Next week, you'll be your chance to vote on the finals. Text that to us at 504-260-1870. And I'll be back with some of the texts that are coming in right after this three minute break on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And taking a look at our text message board comes directly in here to the studio at St. Hubert's Cathedral. Uh, good morning, Mr. Don. I'm driving the big rig to Florida. Love the show. Wishing I was fishing. That's our buddy the river rat. Well, you've got to do that work. Work is the thing you need to do so we can go fishing and hunting. And here's another. Good morning, Don. Drinking coffee and getting ready to fire up the New Holland to clip the food plots at the family farm. In Centerville, Mississippi. That's our friends from Team Last All, howling out Raider Pride. And speaking of Raider Pride, August 14th, 15th, that'll be the Archbishop Rummel Alumni Fishing Rodeo. So check it out at RummelRaiders.com if you're interested in fishing that. Uh, I will be weighing fish there as I've done for about the last 25 years. All right, uh, someone want to know, there's still tarpon in Lake Pontchartrain. Uh, yes and no. Uh, tarpon are not as common as they once were in Lake Pontchartrain. Uh, they, in fact, one of the biggest ones on the record book came out of Lake Pontchartrain. Used to used to fish him by that, that hole off of the south shore uh, seawall. And uh, I still know a few people. Uh, <clears throat> they go out and they try. They spot a few. But it's not a place where you can really seriously target tarpon. You pretty much got to head out into the Gulf waters to do that. All right. And speaking about, uh, let's see, that was a friend from... Uh, team last stall getting out there doing the food plots. Yeah, it's about time. you know. We're not that far away from the hunting seasons. Dove will kick it all off right there at the beginning of September, then teal and small game and bow hunting, and then it all happens in the fall. So uh, if you haven't done it yet, you might want to take a trip out there to your hunting lease, check things out, get those food plots in. All right, Justin is in the Gentilly Wildlife Refuge. Uh, with the heat and obnoxious rainstorms, he says the animals are staying safe, sleeping under his car. I don't know how safe that's a place to sleep. I guess it is as long as you check checking, Justin. All right, uh, we have the Lafayette Yacker. He is stuck in labor camp. He's reviewing his honeydew list instead of all the reports. But he does have some Billy's Boudin biscuits and coffee, so he's in good shape. I got some Billy's Boudin, too. Picked it up on my last trip through that area. All right, if you've got a text message to share with me and your li- and our listeners, please text at 504-260-1870 is our text line. Um, we got another one here that says they're going to the Blue Water to find some amberjack or whatever they can. Have a great day. That's from the Irish coonass. Yeah, go get them. All right, I um, wanted to update you on the CCA Star Tournament. Did have one major change this week. Uh, I don't think it's posted on the leaderboard yet. They usually update that on Tuesday or Wednesday, so it'll probably be on next week's board. Uh, John Solari Jr., we want to congratulate him. He caught a 29 inch speckle trout, weighed in at 8.27, which not only takes the lead in the speckle trout category for the West Division of the State, that is the biggest overall trout of the tournament. So i tell you, this time, this late in the year, to catch one like that is not bad. Uh, We also have a new leader on the flounder category, uh, and that would be Jake Brouillette, 4.62. He weighed his fish in at Hackberry's uh, Fishing Club. And let's see, we have uh, a couple more new ones I've taken over. Uh, Peter Schwartz, 27.31. He's in the lead with the red snapper category. And the fly fishing division in the west This is for speckled trout, and this is a really respectable fly fish. 4.99, 5-pound trout caught by Alan Logan. He weighed in at Calcasieu Point. And we have uh, some new leader, too, in the, uh, looks like the Kayak Southwest. uh, Jacob Falk, 1.51, weighed his in at the Gulfway Marina location. And so that would be another decent fish, but there's some room there to, knock that one off. Now, one of the really most competitive categories is that sheep's head. And they got it broken in the east and west. And um, west division, Marcel Fontenot has a 7.07 pounder, weighted in at Hackberry Fishing Camp. And Zach Boudreau uh, is in the lead with an 8.17 for the eastern division. Uh, By the way, there's still a bunch of those tagged redfish still swimming around up there. At least we hope they're still swimming around. Some were caught as happens every year that I've been covering this event, by non-registered fishermen, you got to sign up before you fish, and if you catch one of those tagged reds, they're, they're worth a lot of merchandise. James Loop uh, caught the first one, so he claim, he'll claim a Chevy Silverado, and uh, we also have uh, Lord, Lloyd. Looks like Lloyd Pico, from uh, he caught one uh, in. I forget where he caught his, but he he got he will get a 339 Keystone Passport RV. Not too shabby prizes in that Star Tournament. So if you haven't signed up, it's never too late until it's over. If you're going to be fishing between now and Labor Day, I strongly suggest you get it. Go to Star, ccastar.com. You can get it online, or you can get it at any one of those weigh stations. They're all across the coast, and they've got signage up there, and you can stop in and get signed up on it. All right, here's uh, another vote for a Mike Gallo theme song. The theme from Perry Mason. Wow, that's an old one, but uh, I I think I know it. Uh, Here's some of the other ones I'm getting in. Amos Moses, uh, Dr. John's Right Place, Wrong Time. Remember, this is for a fishing report song for Captain Mike. Uh, She Blinded Me With Science, The Happy Days TV Theme, Back to the Future, Swinging from the Gallows. Uh, fish on, wishing and hoping, uh, out on the water. Captain Kangaroo theme song. Uh, Red wine. Uh, Three dog night liar. Fishing in the dark. Family tradition. Um, I, I, we already got that one. I wish I was a fish. Uh, Fishin' hole. That's the Andy Griffith opie song. Calypso and uh, Banks of the Old Poncha Train by Hank Williams, and we'll add to that Perry Mason. And i got a few others. If you've got one that you'd like to suggest, uh, please text it to me, 504-260-1870. And here's one that says, Gallo's way of life in the fishing industry is a family tradition. Like listening to him on your show every weekend is a family tradition. We'll put that one down and we're going to pick out, I don't know, we'll get several finalists and let you vote on them for next week, and we'll announce it and actually start it up the following week. All right, coming back after this, uh, i got more information for you, more fishing reports. We'll get to your text messages. Please, 504-260-1870. Where have you been fishing? Give us your report or your questions or comments. They're always welcome. We're back right after this timeout. On the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And right, uh, Looking at our text board, i got a question. Any word on Bubby Seagrave missing in Lake Pontchartrain? Uh, no, I have not heard anything yet. Uh, for those of you who didn't hear, there was a, a man who went out in Lake Pontchartrain. I believe it was the highway, one of the bridges. I believe it was Highway 11. Uh, they found his boat, but no sign of the, the boat operator. Uh, he has been missing in Lake Pontchartrain. I believe it was night before last. So, If we do get any word on that, we'll make a mention. A lot of people have been asking. Uh, He was a pretty popular guy in that area. A lot of the fishermen knew him. All right, here's a question. Uh, Between white shrimp and brown shrimp, is there a difference in taste with eating them? Uh, And I'd like to get some comments from the audience. Uh, Do you notice a difference between white shrimp and brown shrimp? I do. I think the little brownies are much, much sweeter tasting shrimp than the white shrimp. But that's just me. Uh, If you notice a difference, tell me what you think the difference is, or is there no difference to you at all? Shrimp is shrimp. Uh, 504-260-1870. And we've got another uh, theme song request for Captain Mike Gallo. Uh, This one says, There is a song by the band Yes, entitled The Fish, written by Chris Squire, the the bass player. Check that one out for Mike Gallo. We will do that. Thank you for your suggestion, and thanks to all of you who have suggested those. Names. All right, we come back after this quick, just a 10 second pause. I'm going to tell you what you're going to see coming up in August on our Bayou Wild Season 5 episodes, right after we let our local stations identify themselves on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, for those of you who are uh, Bayou Wild TV watchers, uh, Season 5 is getting ready to start in a couple of weeks. August 6 will be our new start date. We're kind of running some uh, mixtures of some reruns and some other features, uh, cooking shows that we've done in the past. But beginning August 6th, all these new features that uh, Martha Spencer and Chris LeCocque and I have been working on are getting ready to air, Uh, the first uh, episode in Season 5 is called A Hop, Skip, and a Yell to Cajun Country. Uh, We went frogging at uh, Crawfish Haven with Barry Toops, Mrs. Rose, Bed and Breakfast. It's over there near the frog capital of the world, Rain. And we had a very special guest. And uh, like Chris Lecocq, our producer, told me, says we got a whole year's worth of bloopers out of this one. Miss Louisiana, uh, Megan Cruz, came along. Actually, she's the outgoing Miss Louisiana. Can't wait to meet the new one. Uh, she had a great time out there. She helped cook some frog legs. She ate some frog legs, and she contributed somewhat to the catching. You'll you'll enjoy watching that one. That's going to be starting on August sixth, uh, August thirteenth, a week two of season five. It's going to be called worthy Craftsmanship. Uh, Alan Stein, uh, decoy carver, uh, kind of a self-taught guy. He's going to show you all about that and maybe even get you interested in becoming a decoy carver. Uh, and then there's this young man, and I didn't go on this shoot, but I can't wait to see it. Kate Jenkins is a knife maker, young man who's uh, been featured on national television. And he's a Louisiana guy. You'll see him. Our cooking feature that week will be uh, Je- Chef John Foltz, one of our favorites cooking some of those quail. What a job he does, too. And then on the August 20th episode, uh, it's called No Boat, No Problem. We went fishing at Elmer's Island, did a little surf fishing, and also talked about some of the restoration going on there and Louisiana's largest uh, barrier island. Uh, Mike Gallo went fishing, and we took uh, Michael Morrison and two of his sons and a nephew, rookies, I mean rookies, and show you – how to take someone and, and get them started into fishing. And these guys really came through. And then one of my favorites, uh, that uh, Louisiana fish fries, Bang Bang Shrimp. Martha Spencer uh, steps into the Martha Spencer kitchen to do that one. And then uh, we'll close out the August episodes with an escape to Hackberry. Uh, we'll take you to the Creole Nature Trail. If you've never been there, very interesting place out in southwest Louisiana. We fished with Captain Kirk Stancil, one of our regular reporters here in Hackberry. Uh, Took a trip to the Rockefeller Refuge, and the cooking Uh, probably one of the favorites in South Louisiana, Coterie's Char Grilled Oysters. Those are just the first four of season five episodes. Where can you watch Bayou Wild TV? Someone asked. Well, It's all over the place. We've got uh, broadcast channels in New Orleans and Baton Rouge. We've got uh, several uh, cable systems, Cox Sports Television. If all else fails, we're on YouTube. You can watch that anywhere in the world as long as you've got an Internet connection. Anyway, uh, check it out, uh, BayouWildTV.com. You can catch up on past episodes, and we've got a really nice display of all the times and locations, uh, systems where you can watch the show. Bayou Wild TV, Season 5, getting ready to premiere next month. All right, coming back after this, it's time for Jeff Brule. He's got a lot to talk about. Freshwater fishing has been pretty doggone good. We'll tell you where he's been, what he's done, and maybe you can apply that to your own trip. We're back with his report after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. I see Jeff Brule has a theme song. we got to get one for Captain Mike. Help us out here. Text me your choice. Uh, just kind of size it up. You know Mike. You know his personality. You know what he sounds like, what he talks about, where he is, what he does. Uh, text me to 504-260-1870. We're going to be voting on a final song for him next week. All right, let's talk to Jeff and find out what's going on. The Mississippi River and the lies are both falling. That usually spells good news for freshwater fishing. Jeff, what can you tell us, my friend?
0: Oh, I'm up here at uh, Deer Park looking for a white perch, but uh, I'm going to save that report for later because I haven't got any water yet. But the Go rocks around the Violet Canal, the, the bass are there, and you can catch them with uh, poppers. So, I throw tight up to the rocks. And like I said, when I say tight to the rocks, you got to throw right up in the rocks. You're going to hang up a lot. got to be careful. But any kind of good shrimp imitation another thing. And I just bring a lot of extra lures for my buddies because uh, – you tell them to get up close to the rocks. Sometimes they throw six feet into the rocks and not in front of the rocks, so you lose a lot of baits. But another thing I do, I throw like a little H and H uh, double Colorado spinner bait. That's another good lure, and they, they're very inexpensive. They're about a dollar and a half a piece at the store. And uh, you, like I said, you're going to lose a lot of them. But if you're not up tight on the rocks, you're not going to catch fish. But uh, we've been catching limits down there, bass. I mean, every once in a while, you catch one about two, two and a half pounds. And most of them are nice one pound fish. And Plenty of plenty of activity.
1: That sounds good. Now you say start where the Violet Canal, where the Violet Locks are. Uh, would you go towards Shell Beach to the to the east, or would you work west from there?
0: Would it make any difference? Could be either side. It, it doesn't really make any difference uh, when the tide with this west wind we had the last few weeks. When the water's not really high on the rocks, you have to kind of fish around the canal and in the, inside the locks. But when the water, you get a high tide. Oh, east wind, it pushes water back in. You pretty much just go along the rocks in either direction and catch them. Um, and they're going to be in pockets. You're not going to catch them every cast, but you'll go down a little stretch and find a good set of rocks, and you'll catch five, six, eight fish in an area and then just move down until you hit the next pocket. But usually within about an hour you can have a limit limit of of bass. It doesn't take very long.
1: That's a hot spot. Jeff, tell us about the Delacrope marsh. Uh, we got a report that outside areas of Delacro starting to produce a few trout. But if people either on their way out there or on the way back in, might want to stop and pick up a combination of reds and bass. Uh, what's been going on over that way?
0: And just about any of the marshes, bayou, black, the Delacro, Des Almonds, pretty much the same thing. Uh, buzz baits, vibrating jigs are top producers for the bigger fish. But a little light Texas rig's not something you want to leave behind. But you're looking for this time of year points out in the bigger lakes that might have a, a bayou or a canal that comes into the to the lake itself. And they got current flowing around, and that's what you're looking for. And that's usually the hot summer spots. But uh, just basically, like I said, buzz baits, vibrating jigs, and um, Texas rigs, and you just got to move until you find those points where the fish are stacked up. And usually you'll catch a couple off each point, but you just got to keep moving down in the marsh. If they're not uh, you know, hundreds of fish on one area. You just got to keep moving until you get a fish here, a fish there. And it doesn't take long to get a bite, and there's always redfish mixed in with them, too. So that's always a bonus fish to catch.
1: Jeff, seven two Mississippi River, and continuing to fall. What is that going to mean for fishing bass down river around Venice?
0: Well, the bite's on down there. They are catching fish. Uh, reports are good up, you know, by Venice and actually down river. So you just have to kind of go find uh, good water. What you're looking for is first fall and tide, and then you're looking for those areas of canes that have that mixing water coming off to the edge of them. And you find something like that, uh, you can. You can really bust them they're catching lots of fish down there and some nice fish but i usually like to wait till gets below five feet and you're pretty much guaranteed to find some good canes that's got the mixing and water and um, you can go just about anywhere then and catch them but they are catching a few up around tiger pass and then you got to go down around loomis and those areas and get into the other fish but just basically just flipping the canes or punching any kind of mats that are stuck up against the canes that's that's a good tactic for
1: Jeff, last time I crossed the Atchafalaya, a lot of boats out there fishing the basin. What's going on?
0: Uh, I've been hearing baits on the basin side was one of the best ways to catch them. Uh, I got some good reports earlier in the week, but then uh, I think yesterday, I don't know if it may something with the major periods or whatever was going on, but it was a tough day. But it's at 3.7 at Morgan City, and it's continuing to fall this month. And it's just kind of the same situation, you run around trying to look for those uh, points or a section of bank that's got water coming out of the woods that it, it's cleaner than the water you're sitting in. And uh, you just want to kind of move around till you find those spots. Uh, but uh, like I said, the best reports I've been getting has been spinner bait. So, so try that to start and uh, it's going to be crowded. I've been hearing the crowds are pretty big. So I ain't got any white birch or goggle eye reports, but I'm sure they bite too because it's pretty much that time of year for them. Um, your tip of the
1: week, uh, you were talking a little while ago about making sure you, you threw right up close to the rocks but don't get on the rocks, and if you're too far away, you're not there. Uh, talk about fishing accurate casting and, and adjusting your reel to help you get the most out of it as far as making good, accurate casts.
0: Yeah, most bait casters, you have two brake systems on the reel. you got the, the right-handed guys. you got them on the right, right-hand side is the, pretty much the casting part when you first make the cast. And on the left side, that's your break for when it falls into the water. Right before it hits the water, that slows it down and enough so that when it does hit the water, you don't get that big backlash if your thumb's not on the spool. So you want to play around with it and get it to where when you make that cast, or underhand roll cast, maybe a longer cast, that it doesn't backlash on you and you make a nice smooth cast and get them right in the rock. So play around those brakes and get them adjusted right and uh, it'll actually help you get more fish in the boat because you... They like said they tied on the rocks. You want to throw it right where the water and the rocks meet. And explain the roll cast. Roll cast is basically you take an underhand and you almost like rolling your wrist, and you're taking the line and whipping it around the end of the rod, and you're keeping it pretty level to the uh, to the water, and then from there it just slings out and you get it under structure. But it also is good for accuracy next to the uh, next to the rocks.
1: All right, good stuff. Jeff, uh, y'all up there at Deer Park, that's close to Natchez. Uh, what's the plan for those white perch up there? How are you going to fish them this morning? Uh,
0: we're going to hit some trees and stuff, and um, as soon as we uh, do that, uh, we're looking for brush and maybe some runouts up here. The river's falling below. the. Uh, this thing's connected to the Mississippi River, so it's falling down. The water's clean. You just got to um, find an area where they got some perch laydowns, uh, brush piles, and stuff like that, you know, that's what we're going to go hunt today. Sounds good. Send
1: me some pictures, and we'll talk about it next week.
0: All right. Thanks, Don. All righty.
1: Jeff Brule. there he goes. Coming up next, we head for Grand Isle. We'll find out what's going on there. I got word this week that the tarpon rodeo has been canceled. Uh, the uh, pavilion was not going to be opened. Uh, we're going to allow the fishing, but looks like it's all been shut down. Back with the our carpenter's report, because I know the crabs and the fish have been running down there. We'll see what's up right after this time out on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Very popular fishing, crabbing, and hanging out kind of place this time of year. Let's talk to Daryl Carpenter. He's been known to frequent Grand Isle quite a bit. Daryl, what's going on in Grand Isle this weekend? Uh, it's getting a little crowded, Don. It's. Uh, I thought it's so. A lot of traffic. Yeah, there's a lot of traffic
3: on the island. A lot of the crabbing and everything else you're talking about. That beach has been has been providing a lot of entertainment for a lot of families.
1: So, how have you been doing? You've been on some specs.
3: Don, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of like what we've talked about the last couple of weeks. It's been the deadest thing. I, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, we started off the week really struggling. I mean, just really light catches midweek. You know, it really picked up. I mean, just sit down, sit down on a school of fish, and you go with it. And then, you know, you go run right back the next day, basically the same conditions. And, you know, you, those fish have moved. And it's, it's, there's no pattern to it. You do everything you can. Well, my first one's coming over the side of the boat now but uh, you do everything you can to try to find them and, and you really have trouble finding them. So what it's amounted to is if you're the guy that sits down on the school or you're the guy that finds the school, then you're the one that comes back with a box full of fish. And if you find them, stay with them. Um, the, the bait situation has been kind of iffy around grand Isle. The shrimp have kind of left. So we're doing everything. Plastic has been out fishing live, but we're doing everything either on croakers or on cockroach menace and, you know, the last two or three days plastic's been out fishing it uh slow rolling it on the bottom not even under a cart of course like i said that changes every day we just put a we just put a nice 18 20 inch trout on the boat just now and it was it was live been under a cart
1: very nice very nice now uh how long do you give a spot you know when you say if you happen to get on a school you don't leave them you stay on them and you end up with the box of trout and a lot of times nobody has anything when they come back and it's because they didn't they just stuck with their original plan. How long you give a spot before you give up on it and move to another? You know, for me, Don, it
3: kind of depends on the spot and I guess my history and my confidence in the spot. Uh, if I've got one, let me say I've got one that, that I have a lot of confidence in once the tide starts falling. So, you know, I'd give it 45 minutes or so waiting for the tide to fall and, and the water to switch. If it's, if it's just Joe Blow's spot, uh, get there, try it. 15, 20 minutes. If you hadn't put, you know, if you're not putting keepers in the boat, leave. Go find something else.
1: Got it, Dale. Let's talk a little bit about croaker fishing. This is the time of the year. Croakers can be an excellent bait. A lot of times, you can catch big trout on them. Uh, there's always been this old myth that uh, the speckled trout hate the croakers because they eat their eggs. I don't think a fish is capable of emotion. I think croakers just taste all good because I like to eat them too. How do you rig a croaker and how do you fish it differently from other live baits?
3: It, it depends on what you're what you're doing, Don. If if you're if you're fishing the surf current, uh, or are you fishing anything? That's gonna...
1: I think we may have lost uh, Daryl. Let's see if we can get Hello. back. Well, there we are. We lost you for a second. You were talking about uh, fishing the croakers.
3: Yeah, if you're in any kind of current or whatever, the way it's, I like to hook them from the nose. That way they stay facing the current, they stay alive longer, and, and so forth. But now if you're doing stuff like freelining them, and, and you're over on the, let's say you're on the barges of a fouchon beach, and you're freelining them, and you want them to swim deeper, then you hook them toward the back of the body. You, you know, especially if the croakers are large enough. If you can hook them toward the back of the body, toward the tail, and they'll they will uh, they'll swim down. And and so it, it, I guess it depends on your situation. But if you've got them pinned to the bottom, like on a Carolina rig, to where you're holding them stationary, you certainly don't want that current dragging them backwards because you're going to kill them. So anything with current, go, go somewhere in the front of the body, whether it be the nose, the shoulders, or whatever.
1: And don't be too quick to set the hook because a croaker is a big bait, and you got to let that fish get it swallowed and maybe start to swim off with it before you actually set the hook. Give him time.
3: You are correct. You, you're, you're definitely correct. And when we fish them under a cork, we tell everybody if that cork goes under, give it a count of three to five. If it, if it stays under, that croaker can pull that cork down, but he's not going to be able to hold it down. If it stays under more than three, four seconds, then go ahead and set the hook on it.
1: Yep, he doesn't have old nasty plastic. He's got a delicious croaker. He ain't spitting it out. He'll keep it in. Daryl, uh, realscreamers.com is the website. Give them a phone number if they want to call you and get in on some of that action.
3: 225-937-6288. Sound like you all on the bite. Go get them, my friend. We'll talk uh, next number, week. Number, number two just broke the side of the boat, so hopefully they're, right. hopefully they're waking up drinking their coffee.
1: Good deal. Thank you, Daryl. All right, we come back after the top-of-the-hour break. we got bad boys of the outdoors, three Kenner guys, uh, allegedly uh, breaking some red snapper laws. We'll also get some more fishing reports. Captain Mike Gallo, Captain Ryan Lambert, Captain Eric Mohabarak, all going to help you find fish. That's what we do right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. It's over here.
3: After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network.